You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex relationships and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. It's Free Friday, everyone. Happy Free Friday. You know this every Friday is an episode for all everyone who wants to listen to our shows. We do shows Monday, Tuesdays, and Thursdays for our Friends with Benefits members. You might want to become a Friends with Benefits member right now because you get all of our shows. You get free discounts on things. You get your email. You get all of your sex questions, relationships questions answered right away. Your email goes to the top because you know we get hundreds of emails from listeners. And just consider me your personal sex and relationship coach. So if you are a Friends with Benefits member, but we love all of our listeners. And I hope everyone is looking forward to a great weekend. So today's show, very excited about my guest. It's Nick. He's Nicholas Shear. He's the director of Inches for Charity. It's a cockumentary focusing on penis size with the goal of raising money for age and children's organizations in South Africa. South Africa. His website is inchesforcharity.org, and we're going to talk to him a little bit. He's been working with men and penis size. We're going to talk about, like, the, you know, one of the top questions, and Kelsey's here with me today. Menace is on vacation. He's at Disneyland or something. Hi, Kelsey. Um, so so uh, we – one of the t- – and Kelsey reads all of the emails that come in right away. Like, lots of men are concerned about penis size. Lots of them. We actually got an email today about some guy who's worried about his seven-inch penis. That's, that's a nice a penis. Yeah, that's a great penis. What is the media doing? Too big. He's watching like, too. He I mean, what? Could be too big. Could even be too big, but he's worried about a seven-inch penis. I mean, men, guys, I got to say that, and, and Nicholas is going to chime in on this in a little bit, but I feel like the men are way more uptight about the penis size than women. He agrees. He's nodding. Okay, so anyway, we're going to talk about penis size. We are going to um, be answering some of your emails and doing a little bit of sex in the news. And Friday, what am I doing this weekend? I am, oh, I'm going to a Moroccan party tonight where I have to dress Moroccan. What are you going to wear? I don't know yet. I got to Google it and figure it out. So I'm going to a really fun party tonight. What are you up to? Um, I'm going to go to Berkeley and be boring. Really? That sounds boring. Hang out with my boyfriend and watch a DVD. <laughs> Maybe a porn DVD? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Okay, because you know I've got some for you. Or like if you need chick it. flick or something. Chick flick. Yeah, make make him watch a chick flick. Guys hate that shit, but whatever, you can do it. If you want to leave a message on our voicemail anytime, we'll answer your questions. 415-992-7392. We'll play it on the air, and we will answer your questions that way. And I got to give a shout out to Adam and Eve. You know, if you need a sex toy, and you probably do, more than half of all people have these. All these studies have come out lately that so many people are using sex toys. We had a story on the show yesterday. A new study came out, a sex in the news, uh, part of our sex in the news segment, that men are not intimidated by vibrators. We always think that men, they're going to be intimidated. But you know what? I feel like vibrators are like a, man, a man's BFF. It's like you don't have to do all the work. The vibrator, a lot of women need extra clitoral stimulation, and it's awesome. So if you want to go to adamneve.com, they've got a new mobile site. And uh, they've got a mobile site you can order from your phone. And I recommend, like, to start out with a pocket rocket or a, a vibrating cock ring or awesome. Um, so go get a toy there. You get 50% off any item, most items, and you get free shipping, Three adult DVDs and a free gift. So please check out yeah, Adam just, and Eve. I just ordered a cock ring, actually. I'm so excited. My first cock ring. Yay. Ever. It's like a super nice one. It's like 
bongo something. Oh, and, cool. Yeah, I got like five stars and people were like really excited about it. So, Well, the reason why they're so cool is because they're vibrating. So it helps the guy with his like stamina, helps him stay hard longer. It also has, it reaches the woman's clitoris, the vibration part. And the vibration feels good on a man's penis too. Yeah, it's so awesome. it's a win-win. So go order a cock ring or whatever you want from Adam and Eve. And I'm, we're, Kelsey ordered them because all my interns ordered toys this week because we are doing sex toy reviews coming up from the interns, Which live is from their mouths. It's our favorite when they're on the show. It's so awesome. Okay, we have a poll that we just got the results from. How did you find out you were being cheated on? Okay, 11% said, I caught them in bed with someone else. Has that ever happened to you? No. That's such the cliche. Like, that really happens. You just think people would be more careful. But 11%, 23% heard from a friend, 30% looking through their email or the phone, and 36% said they've never been cheated on, at least that I know of. Everybody's been cheated on. You think? Well, they say a lot of people cheat. So I know. I don't know if I've been cheated on, but I assume, yeah, I probably have. I know I've cheated. Long, long time ago. Yeah, Didn't get like, caught. What is cheating, you know? Like, right. Could it just be like Skype dancing sex? Dancing at the club. I know. Or... It depends. That is, we've done shows on that. Like, what's the definition of cheating? Like, what constitutes cheating? If you're sending hot and sexy emails with someone, but you've never met them, is that cheating? And I think that could be like emotional cheating. So, uh, but then I'm glad that 36%, which is the highest percentage here, they've never been cheated on. But we're not sure that that's true. Uh, sorry to break the news to you. You might have been cheated on. Okay. Our new poll. And this was from a topic we did this week, which is a hilarious show. We did it earlier in the week. I can't remember which day, but it was your bucket list. What is on – was it Monday? Tuesday. Tuesday's show was what's on your sex bucket list? What is that thing that you're like, before I die, I want to have sex under a waterfall or whatever it is. So we want to know what's on your sex bucket list. A, sex in the rain. B, getting handcuffed. C, sex on an airplane. D, a threesome. And E, sex on a famous landmark. What do you think? Go to our website and vote now. Thank you very much. Okay. So I think uh, anything else? We can get some sex in the news. Yeah, I love that bucket show. If you missed world. it, check who's, it. Who's having sex in the world? Okay. Well, first got to talk about Kim Kardashian. Oh, man. What a mess. I know. On the divorce, she says, I'm so distraught I can't even function. Kim Kardashian is telling friends she is so distraught over the divorce and torrent of publicity that followed. She's bailing out of her Australian appearances and returning to the U.S. of A. She's moaning to friends. The Melbourne Cup experience, a thoroughbred horse race, is the first time she's ever missed work. But she says she just can't handle it. She's missing an Australian race. She's saying, I need to take care of me now, and I can't work for a while. It's unclear if Kim means that she's put the brakes on a reality show or whether she'll be selective as to what she does and doesn't do. So at least she's distraught and has emotions about this. Like, I didn't know if she just got had a $10 million wedding just to have a wedding because her sister has a baby and the other one got married. But she's clearly distraught. I mean, it would be distressing just to have to return all those gifts. That would be a big thing on your to-do list. She should give those to charity. She is giving them to charity. That's what she said today. That She said in the news that she's giving all the gifts to charity. That was my first question. I'm like, people probably gave her super nice gifts. She should give them to her friends. Or she should give them back. If I went to someone's wedding and I bought them a really nice present, I would want the option of taking that present back. I'd be like, I'll take it back, bitch. You just got divorced. I was at your wedding five minutes ago. I'm still digesting the meal from your wedding and you are getting divorced already. That's insane. Okay, Lindsay Lohan has a $1 million offer from Fleshlight in addition to her $1 million offer from Playboy. So her genitals apparently are a frigging goldmine because Playboy's $1 million baby has just received another offer from a company, from a sex toy company. 
The honchos from an adult alt, an adult entertainment company called Fleshlight have fired over a letter to Lohan's reps, hoping to seal a deal with the actress, which will allow the company to take a mold of Lilo's lady parts to produce authentic Lindsay Lohan sex toys. I can see that selling. Shockingly, <laughs> the practice of genital molding is not that uncommon in the world of adult entertainment. Loads of XXX actresses, including Jessie Jane and Nalyn Palin star Lisa Ann, have copied their private parts for sex toys. And I know Nicholas can talk about this too, right, Nicholas? Making clones of... I can talk about that, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute too. We're told she hasn't seen the offer yet, and but that's good. Two million bucks for showing. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, she she's not going to get work as an actress right now. She's too volatile, and she's supposed to be in jail. So if she can sell off her private parts, I guess that's what you do. Yeah, I mean, I would do that for two million dollars. If you're desperate, yeah, I'd do make that for a, like a thousand dollars. I know you're like right now a thousand bucks sounds bucks. good. Seriously, seriously, lunch. you're like buy me lunch. Here's my vagina. I'll just stick some molding in. It's fine. Whatever. Uh, okay, Spider Foreplay isn't all just about fun and games. They say practice makes purpose and perfect, and there's a lesson comb-footed spiders have apparently taken to heart. Young spiders play at sex before sexual maturity. The behavior has a downside for young males, though, who may later be too tired for the real thing. Okay, the aptly named Analysomias Studiosis, I can't read that <laughs> Latin, really is, only, is the only spider known to play this way. An adult male hangs out of the web of a juvenile female waiting for her to mature sexually. While he waits, he courts her, going so far as to copulate with her even though her genital tract is still sealed, making it impossible to fertilize her eggs. Whatever. Some That's what we got for Some for science. Says whatever. If you, care about, if you care about um, spiders, spiders and sex. I don't care that much, to be honest. Like a spider position. Do you know I wonder if I have one in my book. Is there a spider position? I don't know, but you know when you're a kid and you do that swing thing where you, yeah. it's called spider? Oh. And you sit on the swing and then like some little boy sits yes. over you? That was kind of racy. Did you do that? Yeah, I do that all the time. I bet I did you did. too, though. It was like super sexy. Oh, that's hot. Yeah. That is like a I spider position. Did that. You probably break the swing. Honey, though. do it. Go do it tonight. Okay, Instead research. of in Berkeley, there must be some kind of swing set. And speaking of my book watch I just mentioned, it's called Hot Sex. You can see it if you're looking at this, if you're watching the show right now. Hot Sex, over 200 things you can try tonight. You can buy it on Amazon. Just go, just Google Hot Sex and my name, Emily, because there's a, like another hot sex book from years ago. And um, it's got like all these pretty pictures in it, and it's got 200 things you can try tonight. It's selling really well. Buy it at Amazon. Buy it at Barnes & Noble. You can buy it in local bookstores too. And um, I just wanted to give my little book a plug because I love my book. I'm really proud of it. I'm proud of it, too. It's Yay! Awesome. I think it's awesome. Okay, so that's what we got for news. Why don't we move into some emails? Ooh, what do we have now? This is what we got. Okay. Hi, Emily. Me and my wife have been happily married for 11 years, and we have one child. Lately, I've not been having a really strong desire to come inside her during sex. She's currently on the pill. We are not looking to have children. Do you think it's safe for me to finish the deed since we've used birth control, or should I keep pulling out as usual? Thanks, guys. This is from Dax in New Orleans, Louisiana. So the thing about the pill is when it's used properly, it's 99.9% effective. So that means every day in the same time without fail. So if she does miss taking a pill, the percentage, the percentage of effectiveness goes down but I would say that, Dex, you're pretty – I think you can come inside her with a 99.9% rate of effectiveness. But, again, if she misses the pill one day, it goes way down. Um, 
missing the pill for one or two a month is no longer reliable. And I know that when I used to take the pill, I was always forgetting it. Like, not always, yeah, but... set it on your alarm clock, or every month you'll be like, oh my God, I'm I, for sure Exactly, pregnant. exactly. And so you never pregnant, but sometimes... But honey, I really, I wouldn't worry about it. If you enjoy coming inside of her, I get that you don't want more children, and gosh, I hope, I mean, you, I hope that you're not the 0.1% that can get pregnant, but it's pretty foolproof. And if you really want to be foolproof, put a condom on. Like, if you wear a condom and she's on the pill, but... I don't know. I guess you want to come inside her still. So I would say that just if she is on the pill, make sure she takes it regularly. I just say do it when you're brushing your teeth. Like keep the pill box by your – keep the pill case by your toothbrush. I was supposed to take mine one hour ago. Kelsey, <laughs> you could get pregnant. I know. I'm, I'm getting pregnant Yeah, and, right and the timing matters too that you should try to take it at the same time every day. Okay. Dear Emily, I'm having trouble with my girlfriend who I've been together with for almost two years. Anyway, I made her favorite recipe when she visited last weekend. She told me she would reward me with oral sex. That weekend, she didn't and said she was too tired. I accepted her apology and she told me she'd make it up to me. The following weekend was my birthday weekend and we got into the biggest fight we've ever had. To punish me for the fight, she decided that I did not deserve any birthday sex or even the oral sex that she had already promised. I love her with my heart and plan on marrying her, but I'm angry. How can I trust she won't go back on marriage vows? I'm worried I will never get any oral sex ever again. I want to be able to let it go, but I don't know how or what to do to get rid of the anger I have for this situation. Thanks for reading. Love the podcast. Your poor but loyal fan and listener, Aaron from San Antonio, Texas. Okay, I would say that you've been together two years, that this is sort of a red flag that she's using sex as a tool, a weapon against you. She's using sex. I don't like when women or men use sex as a bargaining tool. I think that, that that's just petty and not cool and why the weekend before she's too tired. And we do talk about this on the show a lot, that do women stop performing oral sex after marriage? There's plenty of women who do. There's plenty of men who stop performing oral sex after marriage. That's sort of a joke, like an urban legend or urban myth. or like, yeah, you get married and your wife stops going down on you. But, I, I mean, I hope this isn't the case. I do think this is a red flag. I'm not sure what your fight was about, but maybe she's having some issues around sex and she she perhaps could have started the fight so she to prevent her from having to perform the oral sex or pre- to prevent her from having sex. You didn't say what the fight was about. And you're saying you're planning on marrying her. How do you know you've been together? I mean, I guess you've been together two years. Um, the blowjob is going to break the marriage. Is that what this is? I guess so. I mean, I don't want the blowjob to make the marriage. You can't. You said, and you want to know how you can trust she won't go back on, on marriage vows. Um yeah, I mean, this is showing that she's going back on this vow. I don't know yeah, about the she marriage vows. Head, then she's probably going to be a terrible wife. I'm she's, just no, you're right, right, exactly. <laughs> she just seems really volatile. Should we move the camera back? Oh, yeah, let's, let's get Nicholas in here. Nicholas Cher, he's a, just made a documentary called in, Inches for Charity. Hi, hi all. Come closer to me, baby. I can come closer to you. Okay. If I may, just respond to your uh, listeners' Please uh, do. E- email. The key would be communication, and I wouldn't want him to walk away from the marriage without um, first talking to his wife, right? Or his, his wife to be, girlfriend to right. be, um, about the issue. And so, yeah, exactly. Communication is a lubrication, and you need to break this down with her and be like, "I have, I have fears. Like, I'm, I'm nervous that you are going to go back on vows. You made, you made a promise to me, or it was my birthday." We got in a fight on my birthday, and that's just not cool. That hurts my feelings. And so I hope that, that you'll talk to her. I think that's a great, great point. I always – like you got – couples, it's amazing. How, and I love that people email me about this, but they don't talk to their partners about it. Yeah. 
They're both stewing and angry. Well, he didn't get his blowjob. People are scared. They're insecure, and they don't always want to approach about this kind of topic. Right. Um, it's kind of a scary topic. Is, yeah. Okay. Good advice. Okay. Maybe we should um, move on to – let's go to this email about the one that – about the penis. Or maybe we could do – no, let's do that because we'll – Penis email. I saved my a penis email for you because you're a you. penis expert. I have okay. one. You have a penis. I and we, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about because God knows I don't have a penis. But I've seen some penis in my day. That's what I've heard. Yes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm known for – yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I'm a slut. Just kidding. Hey, Emily. I'm a 17-year-old guy. I've been listening to your show for two years and a bit. I love it. I used to be fat and ugly, but then I lost 40 pounds. Now I've been hooking up with so many girls. I love all your tips, and it has been a huge help in my life. So thank you for that. So I was at an after party, and I was talking to a girl, and she came over and sat on my lap. As the night progressed and I flirted for a while, she told me she would hook up with me if her friend didn't have a crush on me. Apparently, it's breaking some girl code. Now we kept flirting, and she teased, and she uh, now we kept flirting, and she teased, and she was really hot. She was lying down on the couch with her head on my lap, and got up and climbed on top of me. She began to gently kiss my neck, so I whispered her name. She looked at she looked at me, and looked down. I gently lifted her chin and said, F it, re- if F it regarding the girl code, and we began to make out. It was really hot. She got up and was about to drag me to a bedroom, but then one of our mutual friends intervened and got pissed at her, and I, because we were breaking this code. So what WTF is this girl code? Okay. So we'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to the penis part. Sure. So the girl code is, and, and it's just true. It's, there's a girl code. There's a guy code. There's hoes before, bro, or there's bros before hoes. I don't believe in bros before hoes, though, because every guy I know, they'll just be like, F it, you know? Really? Most so, of them. I mean, the, I Most guess the girl, the girl code is that, like, if she thinks that she, this other girl at the party called dibs on you first and thought, that's a hot guy, uh, I'd really like to be with them. Like, girl, if you're a good girlfriend, you wouldn't hook up with them. So I guess that's what the girl code is, right? It would be timing, though. I mean, did did her friend initiate early on and say she liked him? Um, dibs. Yeah, you got you know. dibs. I mean, I guess there is a sort of dibs, but sometimes it's annoying. Like, did they both meet you that night? Like, if they just walked into the party and the girl goes, hey, 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 he's hot, he's mine. I don't know about that. Like, she might not have seen him yet, but that is the girl code, right? Like, you can call the girl code pretty quickly like that. It's like calling shotgun. Yeah, yeah it's like but, shotgun. Yeah, but it's a little different versus the front seat of the car and the uh, front seat of his pants. Exactly. So I would say, yeah, there's a code for both men and women, um, but uh, you have to um, – what's the word? You have to actually go and actually present yourself to the person. You can't just call dibs and then stand by and do nothing. Right. I mean, she probably should have climbed off your lap and gone over to her friend and been, listen, hey, babe, I find him attractive. We've got a great connection. Are you cool with it? But clearly she just started making out with him and the friend got pissed. So that would have been the right thing to do was to approach her friend and be like, I know you kind of called dibs on him, but that's the girl code. Okay. Let's get into the penis part. Sure. This is his second question. And this is from Anonymous in Montreal, Quebec. Okay. The girl joked. Don't be getting hard. The girl joked, don't be getting hard when she was on my lap. I blushed and said, I'm not. She responded, I know, and followed with, you're just very adequate. I responded playfully, are you sure about that? Who says I'm not adequate? She told me that she has seen the outline of my dick through my jeans. She said, I can tell you're very adequate. If not, I might not be sitting on you, and winked. I'm Italian. Not sure that is a factor, but I haven't ever worried about my penis size. Currently seven inches, but I wouldn't mind having a bit bigger. I've heard of jelking. My question, does it work in penile enlargement, and how much can one benefit from this? Okay, so this is from Anonymous 
in Montreal, Quebec, and I got one. Nicholas is the expert on penis and all this. But what I want to say to you is that I love that you've never worried about your penis size before. And don't let some chick who's like making snide little comments get start you on a complex. And seven inches is well over the average. Yeah, exactly. Um, men in North America, the average is about five and a half. Um, and I think in Europe as well, it's probably um, certainly Scandinavia. It's a little larger. Um, I'm not sure why I said certainly, but uh, they are it larger. Is a, do you know this penis sizes across the country, across the world? Uh, not off the top of my head. Right, um, but, but that's so interesting. They've done studies and uh, there's, a there's a map. There's a penis map there's of penis, penis size. Yes. Up on the that's a good place to figure out where to move. <laughs> You're like large penises in, you know, Quebec. I'm the going there. Not that I care about penis size that much. Okay, so what is jelking and what works in penile enlargement? I know this is we're gonna and we're gonna sure. get into this like heavy in a few minutes. Jelking is is a manual method of massage um, that you do over time, and allegedly it results in uh, permanent penile uh, growth. And it right. Um, it, it's. You, you need to warm up, you need to use a warm towel, um, and you slowly massage a semi-erect penis. You put the penis over your wrist as one of the exercises, and you pull gently. And you do this for about 20 minutes. Wow. Um, you can look up jelting online. There are plenty of um, videos, um, guides. Um, do, does it work? I don't know. Um, like most of the non-surgical um, devices out there, the manufacturers claim they, without a doubt, work. Part of the documentary is to figure this out. Right. So let's get into your documentary now. That's a nice segue into your documentary. Before we do, just oh, yeah. with regards to the seven inches, um, we interviewed Nina Hartley, who yes. is a famous uh, porn star, and what a wonderful lady. Uh, Amazing. Incredibly eloquent, smart, vivacious. And, and she related a story to us. Um, she slept with many men, uh, many large men. And somebody uh, said to her, well, isn't it great you had a man who's, you know, 12-inch dick? And she said, well, the first six inches were wonderful, but what do I do with the remaining? Because only six inches is going to fit in. Right. And it's sort of, it's wasted. Right. In her estimation. And the, it was wonderful hearing that because... We uh, are marketed, men are marketed, and it's right. probably about time that men get the rotten end of marketing because women have had it a long exactly. time. Exactly. God knows, right. Um, and so we have become insecure, and I think porn being so prevalent. Um, but porn actors are such a minute percentage, and it's just entertainment, you know? Right. Um, we don't all have such large penises, and... Um, they can get in the way. A number of porn stars that we've interviewed have indicated that it's painful. So um, through the documentary, I became somewhat insecure and thought, oh, maybe I should try some of the penis devices. Um, but after listening to Nina talk, it was really oh, refreshing. Oh, that's great. Um, so we, once the documentary is out, you will hear from people who've experienced large penises, and I think you'll get... This is going to be an amazing documentary. I cannot wait to see it. Let's, let's, um, let's just recap here, okay, so that you're, you're listening to Nicholas Share. His, um, his organization is inchesforcharity.org, and he's doing a documentary, which is a documentary, and it's, go- it's going to answer the question, once and for all, is bigger better? 
The film explores the subject of human sexuality, focusing on penis size. It examines the various penis enhancement products on the market, the creams, the pills, the pumps, the snake oil, the surgeries, the things that work and the things that don't. And the end goal of the film is raising money for AIDS and children's organizations in South Africa. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's a, stri- a win-win. It's a win-win. It's a very strange way. We've gotten some criticism for tying in AIDS orphanages and penis size and talking about penises. Um, I, I'm from South Africa, so this was a way for me to try and give back to the country that uh, gave me so much. Um, and I see a connection between penises and AIDS, and especially in Southern Africa, where unfortunately there is this there are a number of myths, um, and men are raping young girls in order to rid themselves of AIDS. Mm. And so there's a for me there's a, a very close connection. In, in the subject here, and um, so the benefit is that guys are participating in a penis enlargement regime, and we'll get people to sponsor, companies, individuals to sponsor for every inch or fraction thereof, and we raise, hopefully, hundreds of thousands for these orphanages in South Africa. That's um, amazing. I think it's great. And sex sells. Like, you're doing something, a documentary that's important, has an important message. People are always going to get upset about the sex angle. Yes, they do. The um, penis angle. The penis angle um, can be upsetting if you've got a small one um, or if you've got a large one that your girlfriend doesn't like. Right. Um, We've got emails from guys who are like – or women who are like, my boyfriend's penis is too large or my penis is too large. You know, there's, there's both sides of the spectrum. Well, I mean, and, and women are different. You're – depending on how large you are inside, you may want a larger penis to feel full. Right. Um, or you are petite and a large thing is just going to hurt. Yeah. And I know. I've heard many stories from women who are like, it was painful. Yeah. It was painful to have a large penis. So, okay, tell me a little bit about the film. You've got men who have who have jumped on board. How many men are participating uh, in the film? We have currently about five men participating. Actually, a number of guys from Iraq signed up okay. to do this. Um, and we just did the Exotica Expo in Los Angeles to sign up more men. So if any of your listeners want to participate, oh, okay. we provide... How do they find you? Inchesforcharity.org? Yes. Okay. Just email me, nicholas at inchesforcharity.org. Um, we provide you with the stretching device. We provide you with consultation um, if you have any questions. And the winner of the uh, stretchathon, the man who stretches the most or gains the differential is, inches, is, is the right. greatest. Or quarter thereof. We'll get an a all-expense-paid trip to South Africa where we will present the orphanage with the check. I wish I had a so, penis. I would do it. Well, there is surgery. What? I know. Yeah. No, I don't even that bad. But I, I, I always wish I had a penis just for a day. So anyway, okay, so, so these men, how are they doing? Are they, is anyone, are they growing? Does this stuff work? So... The the stretchathon has not started yet. Okay. We are in the process of setting it up. Um, we want everyone to sort of start at the same time. Okay. Um, and I appreciate you having me on your show because it has been difficult in getting the word out. Okay. Um, yeah. Craigslist for some reason keeps shutting us down. I, I have no idea why because you, you go on the best of Craigslist and there's some nasty stuff on yeah. there. Um, but when we put an ad out looking for men to participate – uh, within an hour, we are flagged. How about moved. Facebook? I haven't tried Facebook. Well, be careful. Don't You can't say the word penis, but you could say inches for charity at your website because I get flagged all the time. You do? <laughs> they pulled stuff. My hot sex book, They oh. I, you had this as my um, profile piece, my profile picture the other day. And I, I woke up in the morning and I had an email from Facebook that said, sorry, we had to remove your picture. And then they just had, it was like just a blank picture. It was just like that. 
that that, that the question had, mark. Yeah, the question mark with my face. But I think if you say interest for charity and um, check this out and here's more information, you could, should try Facebook. Oh, I will definitely. Yeah, you, and yeah. of course you can put this show that, that we're recording now on your website, but we'll talk about that after. Awesome. So, um, so you're so you then what happens? So then you're going to when the stretchathon starts. Well, we we were hoping to start on Bastille Day and then run it through Valentine's Day, but that's you know it's. We've been doing this now since 2006. We've uh, it's taking longer than we expect. It always does. Documentaries. And, and, you know, uh, my partner Lisa and I, who's helped me on this film, both have other jobs, and so it's just a pain in the butt. Right. Yeah. Um, but we hope to start with the stretching um, in uh, the first quarter of next year, um, depending on what kind of response we get. Right. If we don't get the response, I guess I'm going to have to stretch. Yeah. Which, why not? Because I'm sort of happy with my average size penis. Right, right, you know? right. But um, is it permanent? I mean, I know that I've looked into this stuff before, and I know you brought some items with you that, that are popular for men um, to use, but, like, you really don't know what you're going to find. So we interviewed Dr. Levine of Rush Medical in Chicago, um, and he is a doctor, a urologist, who's been looking into Peyronie's disease, which is curvature of the penis. And they used one of these stretching devices um, similar to... Okay, he's showing us, if you're watching us on camera now, which you always can. It was a device similar to this one. This is made by a company out of Denmark. Okay. Very, very nice guys. Um, Where they have large penises in Denmark, right? They have large penises. They don't even need it in Denmark, but hey, no, I'm just kidding. This okay. is where the device was first created as a medical device. And uh, what you okay, do... Okay, you can see it on the camera now. ...is you stick your penis through here. Okay. And you can see there are these plastic rigid pieces which keep the penis straight. And this attaches under the gland um, or the glands. Um, and then you can ratchet this out and you put the penis under tension over time. Um, the doctor recommended that you Wow. I'm just not, like intrigued by this thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You, you don't wear this for more than two hours because you can lose blood flow. Wow. When you don't that. want a gangrenous penis. No. no. No, not really. Not really. Um, but the doctor in Chicago, what, what he found through the Peyronie's trial was that it w definitely works for curing Peyronie's, the curvature. But they were also finding that it created permanent length as well as girth. Wow. And he couldn't explain why the girth. Th the supposition on the length is that you have your penis under traction and the cells divide and then multiply and fill the area. And so that creates uh, permanent length. Okay. The other device um, that we are using is um, from Bathmate. Bathmate, yep. Which is a, um, a vacuum penis, pump, penis right? pump that you use in the shower. What I have found, I don't know if, if most of your listeners are shaved in the nether regions, um, That'd be good to know. Are you shaved? Feedback at saxwithemily.com. Because giving up more information than I perhaps should, I'm not shaved. And so getting a good suction. So you fill this with water. Okay, we're showing a penis pump now on the webcam. Um, and it has a little nifty uh, length guide. Um, and you fill it with water and you put your penis in. You just do it in the bathtub, right? In the bathtub or the shower. Or shower, yeah. Um, and then it, this is a release valve. But this creates, you push on here, squirts water out here, creating a vacuum. Um, it is definitely good for erectile dysfunction. This will help you get an erect penis. Great. Um, will it, will it um, 
uh, end up with permanent growth? I don't know. Right. Um, it's temporary, right? It's temporary. It, it gets you to your full maximum. Um, the owner, manufacturer of this device swears that it will result in permanent growth. It's that everyone I've talked to so far um, sort of poo-poos that idea. Right. So I, I don't know. But, you know, we have guys testing this. We've okay. Got a, got a guy in Chicago. Bathmate. All right. Um, who's doing it. Um, and then this is. Oh, I love Clona Willy. I've never Willy. had anyone do it, but really? I think it's really cool. That's what is Clona Willy? Could we find a guy next door? Perhaps you could do his clone. Totally. This um, is awesome. I've always wanted to use it. Okay, so so Clona Willy, the, the the way to to make sure we are capturing the uh, the correct growth is we do a clone of a man's penis before. before. And then we do a clone of the man's penis afterwards. That's how you're going to find the winner. And so, you know, though, I think every man knows that his penis uh, gets hard differently depending on his emotion, depending on the weather, whatever's going on in his life. So, you know, there's probably going to be some sort of error in this. Um, But hopefully doing it before and doing it after in similar conditions, we will um, adjust for that. Um, Okay. Wow. Yeah, no, and, and the guys in Iraq have sent back their clones, their before clones. Oh, my God. And Isn't it weird handling other man's penis clones? Um, it is strange. <laughs> it's I like s- getting their urine samples or something. You're like, here's your penis clone. Which, but... you know, it's not weird to hold a dildo. No. I'm not weird about that. That's true. But it was strange. You it used to make dildos, personal. too, right, in your past life? My, or do you still uh, do it? No, 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 I don't do that. Anymore. Okay. It's past life. Okay, got it. I just but remember. someone took over that, and they've actually asked me to give you a gift. Oh, I love gifts. And so I, I love lube. I got this. They're, they're sponsoring. Holy um, water lube. Um, I bought one for all three of you. Oh, you're so sweet. Oh, God. I love this. You're such a sweetheart. I love lube. Lube is so important. Lube so blessedly good, even God uses it. I love it. Holy water lube. And it's got organic ingredients. Oh, um, great. Made in Canada. Those Canadians. Those Canadians. Paraben free. I'm totally trying this tonight. I feel like there's such stigma around lube that people are like, Oh, it's only when I'm dry. And I'm like, no, you can use, you should use yeah. lube when you masturbate, when you have sex. Like every time it feels so good. Like I cannot get enough lube. My girlfriend loves so it. Much. Yeah, yeah, love it. Thank you. I also have, I didn't know how many folks there would be, but I got you one of our t shirts. Oh, no way. Inches for Charity, a documentary. That's so cute. Um, Thank you. So it was in the bag, so it's a bit. I love it. I love it. I'm going to wear it for sure. Awesome. I'm going to come to your premiere and wear it. Um, okay, so tell me. Why do you think the obsession with penis size, with men and their penis size, from a man's perspective? You know, I can't figure it out. So I wasn't born in this country. Okay. So I didn't grow up with, you know, I I moved here in 85 and immediately in high school, people talking about, you know, what kind of cars they have, the engines and and how powerful they were. So I don't, you know, know if it's an American obsession um, or didn't back then. Certainly... um, Based on the research and doing this documentary, this is not an American obsession. Men all over the world are, are obsessed. obsessed. We are like monkeys. We like playing with our penis. And we have this idea that bigger is better. Um, and it's true if you have what is called micro penis. Anything below two inches, you're going to have a hard time. Um, there's nothing wrong with you. But um, either one of these devices um, or surgery. Now, surgery has massive side effects. Yeah. Pe- and so okay. I, 
I would never recommend surgery. Um, but a two-inch penis. Unless it's two inches. Erect two inches? Erect two inches. And it's, it's no, honey, sweetheart, I, I love you because that's not two inches. Yeah. Oh, my God, two inches. I'm like, wow, how many, what percentage of men have two-inch penises? You know, there's a bell curve. So some guys have the 12-inch dick and then some guys have the tiny. Have you guys ever, Kelsey, you ever run into a two-inch penis? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't the best experience of my life. Okay. Yeah. So this, this, I get it. I mean, there's nothing you can do. Like women, we can get bigger boobs. That's pretty easy to do. You know, your, your emailer from Montreal mentioned something that was important, that he had lost 40 pounds. Okay. And so uh, we do have a weight problem in this country. Yes. And what we find is that when men lose weight, their penis gets bigger. Because the oh fat, my god, we should tell men is that the fat resides in that little soft pelvic area, and it just grows, and it will come absor- on. I swear to you, that would I would think that would be the number one incentive for men to lose weight. I'm not sure men know about it. We should create like a new weight loss program, dude. Yeah, totally, and be like, your penis will be bigger. It's you should idea. do something that around documentary. Though I can see you running the class. I'll totally run the class. Yeah, Yeah, let's do something like that together. I love it. New iPhone app. New (laughs) iPhone app, exactly. Like losing weight for your penis and you have a picture of like a a big penis in your refrigerator. You know when you go on a diet and you have a picture of like you put stuff on the refrigerator of like – Yeah, like models. Like models and stuff. You'll just have like a big penis. A huge dick. Right. And and what we don't realize is that the penis is connected to the vascular system. And so if you don't have a healthy heart, so if you don't eat well or you smoke – it's going to affect your penis. So true. You're not going to pull enough blood down there to get hard, so you may have erectile dysfunction. Um, so, guys, healthy. Healthy. Be healthy. I say that all the time that you, when men have erectile dysfunction or um, premature ejaculation or anything, it's, it's a lot of it goes back to health. It like, does. are you exercising? Are you eating healthy? You know, if you drink a lot, if you smoke a lot, that's all going to impact your um, ability to, your, your sexual. Prowess, I guess, your sexual abilities, your sexual... And and for the most part, again, women aren't crying out for massive penises. You definitely have size queens on both sides. Right. Um, But you're going to hurt your partner if you're too big. Um, And as long as you... And this is very cliched. But as long as you know what you're doing, and vibrators are a man's best friend. Yeah, for sure. Um... You're going to please your partner. Yeah, you so, can please your partner no matter. Yeah, there are many ways. Even the man with a two-inch penis. Yeah. Become an expert in oral sex. Exactly. You know. Become an expert at oral sex, get a vibrator, it'll all work out. So what are the women, what are women's reactions to your film? Um, they've all been positive. Yeah. Uh, I interviewed a number of people at the Folsom Street Fair, which probably is a bit skewed. Right. Folsom Street Fair is a... Crazy fair in San Francisco. How do you even explain it? It's, it's, like, a, it's a big leather uh, bondage. Come out and be who you are fair. Right. And um, people dress up in all sorts of outfits. You get your furries, um, the guys in the animal outfits. You, right. The furries, right. Fully in vinyl with gas masks. Um, people wearing nothing. Um, I've seen many a penis at that uh, event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most men are naked. I missed it this year. We were going to go and do a thing, but we couldn't get yeah. it together. We didn't get it together. I, I did see the biggest penis I've ever seen in my life at the Fulton Street Are you serious? It was... That uh, should have been a reason to go then, Kelsey. A gay yeah. guy whose, whose penis was probably about that big. It looked like an unleavened loaf of rye bread. <laughs> it was massive. And him and his partner 
um, his partner grabbed onto it, and they both leaned backwards like that, holding onto his penis. Oh, my God. Is I, he a porn star or something? Not a porn star, but I don't know how he could stay awake <laughs> when he gets it hard because all the blood has to oh, flow yeah. down. That is crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. We, did you take pictures? I didn't take pictures. You right. know, I, I just put away the camera equipment. Oh, dude, you got to pull the camera I, I, out for I that, know, the unleavened bread penis. God, Jesus, that's crazy. Um, but so, so, yeah, we've talked. This is so important. I mean, this is so great. I love this because men, it is such an important issue for men. So you're saying that you're still looking for participants so they can email you. Yes, we'd love to hear from you. And, um, you know, you need to be okay being on film. This is an important story. Right. There's a massive taboo around talking around the subject and sex in general. So the more open we are about sexuality, I think the better society is. America is such... We're so repressed in some ways. You know, in some ways, this is the greatest country in the world. And in other ways, you just scratch your head and go, what's the problem? I know. That's why uh, I took my show off Trusted Radio, off. It's hard to get, you know, you can't say things. People are upset, advertisers. It's like. Well, it's why your book is fantastic, because we should all be having as much hot sex I know. as possible. We'd be less warmongering. We'd be happier. We'd love one another. I know. I believe. Yeah, I totally am down with it. I feel like all the repressed nations are there have major issues because they are told that sex is wrong and masturbation is unhealthy and you should only have sex for procreation. And there's so many mixed messages. And so many people here grow up with mixed messages from religion or whatever growing up. So I think your film's going to be great because it's not, I mean, I feel like the contest or the to see you stretches longer, it's part of it, but it really has an important message. Yeah, really, I, I would love to get to the root of, of, of why we are so concerned about penis size. I think it's great that you're tackling, tackling this issue. Well, thank you. Yeah. My, my other one concern, one downside is I don't want to be putting a message out there that we should be using all these different devices. Right. If you want to play with yourself and you want a bigger penis just because for you, big is better, go for it. Try it. But, but right. don't, don't feel pressured into doing this. And I... I really – the guys in Denmark are fantastic. But the marketing of these devices, um, the Bathmate, um, I, I don't necessarily agree with the way the stuff's marketed. I got it. I got it because nothing's guaranteed. But try it, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Try, try everything. So this is great. Thank you so much for being it's on the show. My pleasure. Oh, my God. This was great. Okay, so it's Nicholas. We can find you at inchesforcharity.org if you want to get involved or find out more. And hopefully the film will be coming out when you think. I know. It takes forever. I did a documentary once. It took me four and a half years. I thought it would be out in 2010. Right. Yeah. But it's – okay, so next year. We'll be rooting for you. Excellent. Okay, good. Awesome. Thank you so much, Emily. Oh, my God. Thank and you so much. Thanks for the we'll, gifts. We'll do this more often than every for four sure. years. For sure. Yeah, exactly. Okay. For sure. Right, okay, cheers. everyone. Um, thanks so much for listening to Sex with Emily. It's free Friday. Thanks for joining us. And also, you can follow me on Facebook at Twitter and, and Twitter, Sex with Emily. Go like my page. Follow me on Twitter. And um, thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com.